And welcome back into the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. On Sunday, the Pacers had a decision to make, and it was regarding their roster. They had 15 players under contract, 14 guys with guaranteed deals for the rest of the season. But one contract that they had to decide on by 5 p.m. Sunday was Damian Wilkins, the veteran, the 37-year-old, who turns 38 on Thursday. If he remained on their roster past 5 p.m., His contract was guaranteed for the rest of the season and the Pacers would have to waive a player with a guaranteed contract for the season or trade away a player to open up some roster flexibility. So by making this decision, the Pacers have roster flexibility for what's next. Now, it's unclear exactly what that is. Head coach Nate McMillan said Sunday he was not aware of the team necessarily pinpointing a player or two to bring in, perhaps. And here are some of the options. They can bring a guy in on a 10-day contract, which guys are now allowed to begin signing. They could bring in another two-way player. Alex Poitras began the season, as did Edmund Sumner, on a two-way contract. But Poitras has been an Indy far too often, and his 45 days were just about up. So he had his two-way contract converted into a guaranteed deal for the rest of the season, meaning he was with the Pacers the rest of the way. No more trips to Fort Wayne. And this gives him a really good opportunity to prove to not only the Pacers, but the other 29 teams that he belongs in this league, that he is deserving of a roster spot. Now, as I reported, Poitras signed what was a two-year deal, giving the Pacers an option this summer to decide on his contract, whether to keep him on the roster, which would be guaranteed money then for next season, or to part ways if they don't believe that he's part of their future plans. Anyways, back to Damian Wilkins, who has just been a class act in a short time with the Indiana Pacers. This all got started back in July. As Damian has a long-standing relationship with Pacers head coach Nate McMillan. For Damian, Nate was actually his first head coach all the way back in Seattle. And then also he has a good connection with Chad Buchanan, the Pacers now general manager. Buchanan coming over from Charlotte where he was the assistant GM. And last year, Damian spent time with their G League team. So there's that connection uh, right there. This summer in July where the Pacers, all the NBA teams, agents, myself even, were out in Las Vegas. Damian connected with both Nate McMillan and Chad Buchanan. Uh, expressed his interest in joining a team and just trying to get back in the league. There was mutual interest from the Pacers, primarily because they understood the value and have a veteran guy, uh, an even-keeled guy, been there, done that type of guy on the roster, especially as they're changing the culture and transforming it into something new, into something special, as Paul George was moved on to Oklahoma City. And they started anew with Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, and, of course, Domanis Sabonis. So they brought in Damian with no guarantees other than just $25,000. That was his camp guarantee. Damian showed up to Indianapolis more than a month before training camp. He was in the gym every single day, even posting photos that we saw on Instagram, getting work at the St. Vincent Center late at night. That's a positive impact, and it's leading by example. Even without his words, that's leading by example for the other guys. And then, of course, what he was able to do in training camp, both on the court and off, and then having a couple quality preseason games. And clearly, he he had an impact with this roster, both him and Miles Turner and Victor Oladipo, several of the players I've talked to in the recent days about 
losing Damian, at least for right now, and how that impacts that locker room. Now, there's still a chance that the Pacers bring Damian back. It could be on a rest-of-season type deal, but more likely it would be if they do on a 10-day contract, which is essentially about four games, and players can sign up to two of them with the same roster. Now, it just depends on what the Pacers have in mind, players and agents that they've talked to over recent months, and maybe a guy or two that they want to get a look at. Now, the Pacers in franchise history have never called a guy up from the G League, so we'll see if this year is the first time that we will see that or that streak will continue on into next year. But I really appreciate Damian and his openness, especially on Sunday. Now, he explained, and you'll hear it, uh, how he was well aware the previous day, Saturday around 2 o'clock. That's when he first found out that he would be waived on Sunday. He went through practice on Sunday. The Pacers determined that Boyan Bogdanovich would be able to return, and he did. And then also that Glenn Robinson the third was improving as well. Damien, though, a class act about an hour after spending time with Nate McMillan, Chad Buchanan, and Kevin Pritchard in the St. Vincent Center. He walked his way out and talked with several of us media members, answering our questions about his time in Indianapolis, what he had learned, what he had been able to contribute, and why he believes that this team is special. Here is his full media availability. I think this will be interesting to you, and you can take a lot away from him from his perspective and his honesty as he spoke with us media before taking the elevator down one floor and then walking out to his car for the last time at the St. Vincent Center. Are you surprised by this? Uh, I think I've been in this business long enough to not be surprised by anything. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't say that I was surprised. Um, disappointed, but, but not surprised. I mean, things like this happen. And, um, you know, businesses got to make business decisions. And that's the tough part of this business for, for, for my guys like me. What did Kevin or whoever you talked to tell you? Uh, how difficult of a decision it was. Um, I've been knowing Kevin and Chad for a while. Uh, so they just told me how difficult of a decision it was and to not get um, discouraged, which... That's hard for me to do anyway, to get discouraged about things. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fighter. I always have been. It's the foundation of my life and my career. Um, and the reason why I'm in here today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, those guys, they told me that they'll keep in touch with me and, and explore some options down the road if, if it comes up. But, you know, for now, uh, I get a couple of days off. <laughs> what do you plan to do now? You stay in town? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be here. Um, I'm going to be here. Uh, you know, I haven't, shoot, I don't know. Uh, I'll be here. I'll probably sneak in the gym over here at night when no one's here. Um, but I'm in no rush to get back home to Atlanta, um, except to watch the mm-hmm. Bulldogs tomorrow. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I'll be here uh, for a couple weeks, a week or so, you know, me and my fiance will sit down and hash out our plan of uh, getting things settled out here and, and, and heading back home if so, that's what I need to do. So did they give you the opportunity to come back, utilize team facilities? Uh, no, but uh, Ben, I hadn't taken my eye scan and my ID card yet. Uh, and Joe, our security guard, didn't ask me for it yet. So I'm going to hold on to it until, <laughs> until then. Risa, um, when you went through practice today, did that make you feel like you're okay? That you're uh, still wondering? 
I wasn't wondering, honestly. Um, if I'm being honest with you guys, I kind of knew already. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, I knew yesterday. Okay. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. I knew yesterday what was happening. So uh, it was a long day yesterday, as you imagine, uh, to find out that news before I get to the gym, to come to the gym, to play the game. Well, to find out after that that I was starting. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I had no idea what was going on then. It was like, man, come on. I, yeah. But it turned out to be a great night for our team. And for me personally, it was amazing. I didn't want the game to end. I just wanted to keep playing. I wish we could still be playing that game right now. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Like I said, it's the business of it. It's the beast of it. And um, I'm proud of myself, though. Um, and I told KP and Coach and those guys that. Coming from where I came from, uh, so many people told me that you know, this wasn't going to happen for me, and it did. And I proved a lot of people wrong and proved myself right. Mm-hmm. And just the short time that I've been here has been the best. I mean, it's been the absolute best. I can't even really put it into words, man. It's been an unbelievable feeling um, to have the impact that my teammates tell me that I have on them in that locker room and to be able to go out there and be effective on the floor and uh, in the time that I've gotten the minutes to play it's been an unbelievable journey and I don't say that to say the journey is over with um, it's going to be hard for me to say that one day but the reality is it's getting close Um, I definitely wanted to finish this year out playing Um, and that's not over with yet so I'm encouraged Um, I'm going to go home and not take a nap, um, and uh, yeah, relax, and I guess talk to my fiance Jasmine, and figure out what's our next step. Did you get a chance to address your teammates one last time, whether it was last night or today? Uh, no, no, I didn't get a chance to address them. Um, I wanted to, uh, but you know, it was such an emotional night for you know for me personally, and it was a great win for our team. Um, considering we have just lost five in a row. And, you know, that, that I just wanted to relish in the moment. I didn't even want to revisit it emotionally or mentally or verbally for that matter. Um, remember I got after the game, uh, Beyonce asked me, how did I play that? She said, how did you do that? How did you play the game? And I was like, honestly, that was the easiest game um, that I've ever played because – at that point, you kind of knew your fate, right? Like, it was just like, right? it was no pressure. You didn't have to worry about messing up, man, right? Yeah, <laughs> was, it was fun. Like I said, I just didn't want it to end, man. And it was so poetic to find out that I was starting and no one even knew that I knew. So, um, it was a great night. And I wanted to address the guys. And I'll call, a, I'll call them all tonight and talk with them. And, you know, we'll go from there. I did, however, have dinner with Miles a couple nights ago. He and I talked and got some things off his chest that he was feeling. And, you know, I got some things off my chest that I wanted to convey to him. And that's the one thing among many that I'll take away from this whole experience because I would have regretted not having that conversation with him um, had, had we not had it. And so... I'm glad that happened, and that showed me the impact that I have on guys just by having that conversation with him, man. And um, that guy doesn't know it, but I look up to him. He's an awesome teammate, great young talent, and um, I was 
glad I was able to connect with him and influence something with him. Do you feel like if there had not been the injuries to Glenn and Bogdanovich that this may not have happened, that they you know, would have been okay there? And Who, who knows? Um, you know, who knows? Uh, who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But um, things happen. Life happens. And the NBA happens. And um, I was fortunate enough to, to, to make this roster. And what I'm proud of is that it wasn't given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I earned it, and I'm proud of that. No one can take that away from me. I know how I played in preseason. I know how I played in training camp. Um, I'm proud of that. That that really, I can walk away from it, you know, right now. And like, hey, I, I earned it. You know, KP and Chad and Nate, my relationship with those guys, those guys didn't, that didn't help me make shots, mm-hmm. right? That didn't help me play, like, it just, I earned it, and for that, I'm proud of, and I hope, you know, based off what people tell me all the time around here is that I inspired them in some way to, to not give up on their dreams, and I'm not giving up on mine. Mm-hmm. I still want to play this one season out and, you know, be Benner's intern. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm... I'm I'm grateful and thankful for the opportunity that this organization has given me and this this organization is tracking well right now. I'm glad to be a part of it. Do you wonder if your performance last night might attract an offer from someone else and give you another chance? Well, hopefully. Um, Anyone who needs someone to make some corner threes, if you guys know of any, send them my way. You know, that's always a tough decision. You know, Damien has done a great job for us. And, um, you know, everything that we asked and we were looking for uh, from him, uh, we got. And I think even more, um, you know, with uh, a veteran being on the roster with such a young group, uh, we wanted a guy that uh, could come in and fill in if we needed uh, him to play. He would have himself ready to play. And, um, you know, we needed that right away with Glenn uh, going down and, um, you know, Boyan going down last night. Uh, he had the opportunity to start uh, the game. And just as uh, I expected, uh, he would have himself ready to play. He stepped in last night, did a real nice job for us. Uh, he's been a leader in the locker room uh, with our young guys, uh, you know, helping us, uh, you know, mold and groom. Uh, these guys and just been a true professional. Some people have asked, you know, was the start last night like a farewell thing? Did you know last night that this was? No, it wasn't a farewell thing. Um, that was a, a, a situation um, that, um, you know, I didn't know Boyan was was not going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he. I mean, he had to pull some tricks to get Boyan to sit out so that we could start him. <laughs> so no I didn't know I didn't know that I got the information about Boyan uh, probably an hour before game time uh, that he wouldn't be ready to play and we had I had to make a rush decision on who uh, we would start Mm -hmm. and basically um, I didn't want to uh, start uh, Lance and, and Corey because we wanted to try to get those guys back in their role and uh, after uh, me and the coaches talked. Felt like Damian would be, uh, you know, good to start and um, keep those guys in their uh, roles mm-hmm. or get them back to their roles. And just 
happened that uh, you know today was going to be a day that uh, uh, the organization had to make a decision. Is there concern for how this could impact the locker room? Well, it's, it's always a concern. You know, I think our guys, uh, you know, they're a close knit group, and um, but I think they uh, will understand that. Uh, you know, these things happen, and um, uh, you have to, you know, move on, uh, you know, from this situation. But, uh, yeah, you always think about that. He was he was, he was, was a pro, and uh, he was good for our guys, and he's a part of our family. Does Kevin have somebody in mind to fill this spot? Is- we, haven't, we haven't talked about that. I think, you know, this uh, situation where his contract... Mm-hmm. Uh, allows this to us to make a decision at this time. If Boyan and Glenn had both not been injured, would it have been different? Yeah, you know, and that's part of reason for uh, the decision uh, being made today mm-hmm. was to come in and see where Boyan was at, and if he was feeling better, uh, you know, we would have to make a decision on uh, what to do. Boyan did come in feeling better; he didn't practice today, but. Uh, we do expect him to be ready to go tomorrow. Do you feel like Damien came in and did everything everything you wanted and expected from a guy like him? Absolutely. Absolutely. Any particular reason for having him practice today when he was going to be released? Yeah, that's what I was just saying, that we wanted to see what Bojan's situation was. Okay. And uh, if we feel Bojan will be ready to go tomorrow. Okay. Is there something you're looking for to fill that spot? I mean, a type of player? That we, haven't, we haven't talked about that. You okay. know? We, we haven't talked about that. I, I, again, um, this is a situation where you, know, you have contracts that in January you have to make a decision yeah. on. And this is one of those contracts that you have to make a decision on. And uh, you know, Kevin and, and Chad will um, start to look what they've already been looking at uh, you know what? You know players are out there, but we haven't talked about filling in uh, for Damien, or mm-hmm. you know, we have a guy in mind that we're going to bring in here. Uh, this is just a decision that this contract, his contract, uh, at this time, which a lot of contracts, uh, you have to make a decision in January, and that was a decision. How did Damien take it? How did he respond? Well, I haven't. I got to talk to him, but. Uh, I mean, uh, you, uh, he knows. I mean, he, he, I think he knew the situation, and mm-hmm. um, he's a pro, you know, and uh, uh, he's been around for a while, you know, so it's, 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 uh, it's, that's always a difficult situation to release uh, a player. And, um, you know, he's, he's part of this family, and, um, and you know, that's going to be tough mm-hmm. for Damien and the team uh, to uh, – to get past this, you know, but uh, it's part of our business, you know, that uh, we have to go through whether whether it's a player being released or a player being traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just something that is part of what we have to uh, learn to deal with. Damon is vocal, always sat next to the coaches, and it's mentioned he's already thought about what's <clears throat> next. Um, as far as like coaching, how? What kind of future do you see him having if that's the direction he wants to go? Well, he's very vocal in the locker room. You know, throughout this uh, season and, you know, talking with the players and, um, you know, grabbing players in the game and, you know, calming them down and encouraging them and supporting them Uh, in practice. You know, he understood that he needed to be that guy that uh, uh, would lift the guys on days that they didn't feel like 
uh, working and uh, he came in and had himself ready. Normally the first guy in the building uh, to get his work in and, um, you know, was the pro that we thought we were getting, you know, uh, a guy that keep himself in good shape and can still play. And if somebody went down, um, he would uh, be able to step in and help you, you know, for, you know, maybe a short period of time. Uh, but a, a pro who would accept that role and a veteran who would accept, uh, you know, mentoring uh, these young guys that we had on our roster this season with all the new faces uh, you needed I felt that we needed a player like Damian to come in was that something you stressed to Kevin in the preseason to, we talked or before that. the preseason hey we can we find a guy like this well we talked about it um, and you know Damian was a guy that uh, I think we saw or I saw him doing summer league uh, and um, he had some interest in still trying to play uh, and he had a big game against our G League team last year. So, uh, you know, Chad, all of them had been watching. Steve Ganzi, our G League coach, uh, was familiar about what he was doing in, in that league last year. And, um, you know, felt that he could. So he had to come in and make the team. You know, he came in early uh, or mid-August and stayed here and was working out. But he had to make the team and uh, had a good camp and uh, was able to uh, make the roster and uh, earn the right to, to, to stay with the team until now. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Vigilant Sports Spacers podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast, both new and archived episodes.